Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories. I'm your host, Jayati Vora, and I write stories that are short and sometimes sweet, just like the half-servings of milky tea we call Cutting Chai back home in India. I may have mentioned this before, but I live in New York, where things are in complete upheaval right now. There has been the pandemic, of course, but more recently, the protests against the death of George Floyd at the hands of a police officer in Minneapolis. Maybe you've been following it. It was the latest in a long line of deaths of unarmed black men because of the actions of mostly white cops. The death was caught on camera and the central police officer was fired and charged for the killing. It has sparked protests across the country and some of them have been violent. It got me thinking about a time in late February when violence had broken out in my home country of India. In Delhi, the capital, riots had broken out in response to a peaceful sit-in of mostly Muslim women against the Indian government. The protests had been going on for weeks and weeks and gaining traction, and enraged supporters of the Narendra Modi government, who were mostly Hindu, began attacking Muslim areas. If I remember correctly, roughly 50 people lost their lives. I remember waking up one morning to see the news that barricades had sprung up overnight between Hindu and Muslim-majority neighbourhoods. And those metal barricades reminded me of the US border wall with Mexico and the walls around Palestine. And it got me to thinking about the things that separate us and the collective spirit that drives us to surmount those walls that divide us. The story I'm about to share, I wrote months ago, but it goes perfectly with the prompt I gave you in my last episode, which was to write about the last time you engaged in an act of subversion, of resistance, of rebellion, no matter how big or small. Here's what I wrote. The barbed wire pricked the boy clambering over the fence to safety. It tore his skin, and droplets of blood fell to the soil. In time, the earth bore fruit. Roses bloomed. And every time an innocent was hurt, the blossoms grew, wrapping lush over the inhuman spikes, till they provided handholds for climbers, saving their hands for work yet to come. I don't want to break the story down for you the way I usually do, because it didn't come from a place of technique, of craft. It came from a place of heartbreak. Sometimes all you need is a wellspring of emotion, and the words will flow like water. And the only way you can appease the chaos inside is to put it all down on paper. So, here's my writing prompt for you. It's a hard one. And it comes from the ideas of power and powerlessness, from what it means to be privileged versus disadvantaged. In George Floyd's last moments, heartbreakingly, he called for his mother, who had passed away two years earlier. He said he couldn't breathe. And I'm trying to imagine feeling that powerless. Marginalized communities all over the world know, to some degree, what that feels like. Muslims in India know that feeling. Women in patriarchal societies know that feeling. 
black people in America know that feeling. And I'm asking you, tell me about your moment of powerlessness. Maybe it wasn't a time when your literal life was in someone else's hands. But when was the last time someone held a great deal of power over you? What did that feel like? When's the last time you felt like you were helpless? Can you picture it? What details do you remember? Does it stand out in startling technicolor? Or is everything hazy and blurry? Do you remember what you said and felt? How did the situation resolve itself? And if you've never been in such a situation, maybe reflect on what that means. Maybe you were a bystander to someone else's powerlessness. How did you react? Perhaps you were the one who held the power. And what did that feel like? I know that's a heavier, more intense subject than my usual writing prompts tackle. But trauma is intense. And intense emotions can evoke our most honest, our most creative work. And as writers, we cannot shy away from that. So, that's the image I want to leave you with today. And if the chai I served today was a bit spicy, well, that's my favorite kind. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next Thursday.